Woo! You guys are in for a treat today. <laughs> I know it's been a few weeks, two weeks. I'm not even sure, honestly. Um, but I just want to show you guys, like, this is going to be the proof episode of why coaching, self-coaching is important. I'm proof. I'm here to show you guys. So just up front, I want to be straight up that today's episode is going to be longer than usual. I was going to try and cap it at like 45 minutes because I don't want to overwhelm you guys. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot to cover and just listen up because whatever it is that you're doing, washing dishes, walking, changing the baby's diaper, like getting a few minutes to yourself to like journal, whatever it is, like listen up. Woo. This, these last couple weeks, since the last time I published an episode, I started getting in my own head about everything, right? Like I was making a big decision, um, going to invest big in myself again, which is something that I hadn't done since last year. And it's always a huge, huge, like scary moment, you know, and for different people that are in different stages of their financial um, situation, like sometimes a thousand's a lot for you, sometimes 3,000, sometimes five, 10, 15. There's people that pay $50,000 for coaching and you're just like, how the fudge do they like just drop 50K on coaching? But it's because we all get in our own heads. And imagine like somebody who's been coaching for 16, 20 years, um, they it might be harder because they already have a lot of tools, right? So it's like, fuck, like how much else can I learn? But sometimes you just need to have that person that's on that next level because that's kind of what's happening. Like when you get a coach, and I guess we just jumped right into it, you guys. <laughs> um, when you get a coach, they are generally like there to support you in your journey because at every different stage and step, you're experiencing still like that fear of doing something new. So anyways, before I continue to just get deep into this, because I could talk about this all fucking day long, um, I was, there's so much to share today. I don't even know how I'm going to keep it in 45 minutes, but I guess those of you who are true, true fans um, will stay listening. <laughs> um, but so much has happened in this last week that just reaffirmed that I am going in the right way and that this is helping somebody. One of you guys is getting a lot of help from this. And for that, like, I show up. For that, I, like, have to be like, Brenda, get the fuck out of your own head. Stop being that toxica and be that toxica in recovery. And that's why I named today's episode that toxica in recovery because I am still hurt. These last couple of weeks were proof that even when you're three years into this journey of like developing yourself, you're still going <laughs> to get in your own head. I'm sorry, you are. <laughs> this is not going to change. Okay, anyways, my intention for today's episode is to remind homegirl it's okay. She is getting her shit together. So life is going to feel rough in this season, but it's worth it. Um... These last two weeks, I've been hearing conversations come up again and again about like commitment versus attachment. So we'll talk about that. And then the importance of assimilation. And, and we'll get into that because 
I was like, at first, like, what is assimilation? What is assimilation? I kept hearing this and then even like just Googled it. And it's pretty much that like the minority assumes like the beliefs and the values and everything of the majority of the group. Right. And I feel like this could even happen within our own families. Like as I was thinking about it, like assimilating, like stop, stop resembling what the majority of the groups think, like their values, their behaviors, their beliefs. You are your own person. You're your own soul. So embrace that. It's just like, shit. Yeah. Like, well, again, we'll get into it because I don't want to, I don't want to get off track, but that's why today's will be a little longer because I'm really going to get deep into just what's been going on in my mind so that you guys can see for yourselves, like that it's not just you. Okay. So I'm going to get my phone here just so that I don't have, I don't lie to you guys with dates. Okay. So, and for those of you guys who are tuning in for the first time, you probably didn't stick around this long, but my name is Brenda. I go by brand sometimes. Um, I am the host of Toxic and Recovery. I have hosted another podcast preview, like uh, started in 2020, I believe. Um, it didn't last too long, but I learned so much from that one. I'm a certified life coach. And I'm really, really big on helping Latina millennials without college degrees because I just feel like we could do so, so much. We could be so educated. The degree doesn't necessarily mean that we don't like to learn and all of this other stuff. So point is, that's where my love is at. That's where my passion is at. Welcome if you are new. And if this is the first episode you're listening to, they're not all like this. (laughs) Okay. Um, so the last time I posted or published an episode for Toxic and Recovery was November 14th, according to Spotify. And I released two that day for some reason. Um, so November 14th. Today we are uh, December 2nd. Okay. That is one, two, three, four. That is two and a half weeks, almost three weeks, that I didn't publish my podcast, right? We can all agree on that. That is a fact. If I went to court for this and somebody was like, um, the last time you posted an episode or published an episode was November 14th, everyone could agree to that fact, right? Like, (laughs) that's the circumstance of the situation, right? Now, I have thoughts about that. (laughs) When you tell me the last time you published a podcast uh, episode was more than two weeks ago, after I had just said on that episode that I was going to post every Monday and Friday now, not just by, I started off bi-weekly, I think, not bi-weekly, not weekly, but twice a week, right? Um. And then I go almost three weeks MIA. Mm-hmm. So my th- those are all thoughts. But my thought about it is I am so embarrassed. How can I show up again? And I guess like that's not a thought. That's a question. But my thought is I am so embarrassed about this to keep it simple. Okay. And because I think I am so embarrassed about this, I feel ashamed. 
I feel embarrassed. But let's just stick to one. I think the biggest feeling that I can relate to is shame. I feel shamed for letting my listeners down for almost three weeks, right? <laughs> and when I feel shamed or ashamed, um, how I act is that I take inaction. I don't do the thing that I know I'm supposed to be doing. I like just want to fucking binge watch Netflix and hang out with my husband because it's a way to avoid the thing that I feel like I fucked up in. So so the action piece of how I feel um, is no action being taken towards the thing that's making me feel that way, right? And then the result of all of that is that I didn't, I continue to put off recording and editing and publishing the next episode. And that is what I've been going through, you guys, <laughs> for these last two and a half weeks. So take that in. Take that in that me, someone who understands life coaching, someone who understands something called the model, which is I've talked about in other episodes, right? Like there's a circumstance, there's which the circumstance is a fact. So the fact is the last time I published an episode was November 14th. That's a fact. We can all agree to do that in a court of law, right? But I choose the thought. And I had been choosing the thought that I was embarrassed about that. And that simple thought of me thinking that I was embarrassed about it lead me, led me, sorry, to not publishing. So I was staying in this hamster wheel. You guys see that, right? Like, usually when you're from the outside looking in, you'd be like, I'll sleep in there, huh? I see that, <laughs> right? Like, we can always see when it's happening to other people, but we can't do that shit to ourselves, right? So here's the thing about the model, that you can choose that thought. Now that I am aware that my thought was not serving me to get the result that I wanted, now is where I go back to my little toxica brain and be like, mira, <laughs> that thought is not helping us get where we want to be, which we know is part of our fucking dreams. Like it's part of our goals. I have little like po like uh, um, like the note cards that I put like by my mirror where I brush my teeth that say, I'm a podcaster. Like, right? Like, I have to do a model and keep that model in my view so that I can remember every time that the bad thoughts want to get in, that I have a good thought set for me. And guess, and that little postie had been, like, doblándose, so I couldn't see it. And I think that that's probably my problem, too. I, I knew that I couldn't see it, and I knew what it said, so I was just, like, fucking avoiding it. You know, like, this is the thing, you guys. Like, our brain wants us to be comfortable, I'm comfortable watching Netflix with my husband. I'm comfortable hanging out with him. I'm comfortable like playing with my kids. I'm comfortable doing all these other things. And so my brain is like, yeah, yeah, let's stay here. Let's stay here. Let's keep doing this because we like this. This is comfortable. This is safe, right? And me sitting here recording, me editing, me putting this out and knowing that somebody's going to love it maybe and somebody's going to hate it maybe and oh my god I haven't you know stuck to my word so now how can I like go back like how can I show my face <laughs> even though I don't show my face but my voice <laughs> you know like 
that's the thing. And I just needed to share this story with you guys because I know the tools, right? <laughs> like, I am very fucking aware of how to do the model, of how to do the work, of how to um, do a seven levels deep, of how to use the, like, um, wheel of, like, whatever to to navigate where to start first. I know the smart tool. I know the habit building. I know, I know, I know it all. But sometimes we know better and we just do not do better. Because, yes, yeah, sometimes you need accountability, right? And accountability can't always be found with the people that you live your everyday life with because they might not see that journey. And they can 100% support you. Like, I feel 100% supported by my husband. But sometimes he don't he doesn't, like, get what I'm explaining to him in the way of, like, how my brain processes stuff and that's okay because he processes things different sometimes I can't understand what he's trying to process right so um all to say is that with all of this I learned that community is like fucking vital for when you're trying to heal or start this new project or really get this big goal that's scarier than any fucking goal you've ever had like I'm sorry you guys me becoming a life coach and having somebody pay me to coach them is a huge fucking goal, like, right? <laughs> and it's scary because I'm, I'm putting it out there and I know that I have people from high school who follow me, people that I've gone to middle school with, my family, my tias, my tios, like, what are they going to be saying? All my shit is out. Well, not like all my shit, you know, <laughs> but like I put out all this stuff and all this content that sometimes is a little vulnerable and that my family might not even know about me because you don't talk to all part of your family in depth about what's going on with your life all the time you know and I think that's why so much shit comes up for the holidays for us which you know it's December right now we're getting close to Christmas we just passed Thanksgiving you're hanging out a lot with family there's triggers that happen like there's changes like as you're growing you're starting to see like oh shit you know but the good thing too is that with the growth you start to have some compassion for your um family and for the way that sometimes they see or think about things um but it, it's it's just a whole other other level right so I don't, I don't want to get off track um because again I just I want to make sure that I'm getting everything so let's go back to me talking about commitment versus attachment another story so story number two all right story number one is all about how like Mira, I've been doing this. I've had a life coach. I'm about like I, right now I jumped back in with my life coach. She started a lounge, a coaching lounge. And so you pay like a fee to get in and then you pay like a monthly fee to be there. And she shows up twice a week to like help us work with our models and coach ourselves. Right. And then um, I'm also just hired a financial life coach um, or I don't necessarily know if financial is the right term, but like she helps us work with our money mindset, which I have a shitty, shitty, shitty money mindset. And I understand that a lot of people within my community and my like, um, like my background, we just, we were never really taught about money. So it's a topic that is like shitty to get into again. <laughs> we'll get into that in another episode and I need to start, I need to go back and write that because I know I've told you guys that we're going to get into a lot of things in other episodes. And yeah, like this is why, podcasting is a huge love of mine because there's always things we can talk about always things that can help somebody anyway commitment versus attachment 
So with, sorry, I hit the mic. (laughs) With commitment versus attachment, I've learned that in 2020, when I started this path of like, I'm going to become a life coach and I want to become a podcaster, I was very much in attachment. I was attached to the goal of like being able to help someone else and to get paid for it and to um to become a podcaster and to have a podcast that everybody listened to and that it would be able to help so many people and be able to help like youth and like huge huge dreams and goals which are great right but I was like I want that and I want it now (laughs) you know like I'm gonna like join all these things I'm gonna show up to all the meetings I'm gonna do everything 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 right at the same time that was mistake number one y'all you can't do everything at the same time and I learned that the hard way but anyway that's where I was that was 2020 2021 and and let me let me add to that end of 2020 I have a like six month old and I resigned from my career that had a very steady income for me, right? Because I'm like, I'm all in with the coaching. So to me, I was saying I was committed, right? I was like, I'm committed to this. So I'm going to leave my stability and I'm going to go all in this because so many of my peers in this um, in this industry or like that I've seen that I've took courses from or masterclass, I'm like, they're making thousands and thousands of dollars a month. So we're going to be fine. (laughs) Right. Like one of my peers actually from my certification school, she was like, we were, we were doing like the same modules and stuff around the same pace. And then like, at some point she stopped showing up and like doing the stuff. And I was like, what's going on? And then like, she was like, dude, I'm making like, you know, 15,000. I made like 15,000 last month. And I was like, oh, you shit, you know? So I was even more like, okay, I need to like leave my steady 40 hour job because I need to dedicate those 40 hours to my business so that I can get there. Right. So I was attached. I was attached to thinking that I was going to be able to like double my monthly income, that I would be able to like, pay off our home like retire my husband like whatever you know like I was attached to all of that and when you do that you burn out you feel like you're fucking doing a million things at once like you still aren't getting fulfilled where you wanted to be like and you just feel so rushed so eager like so ugh, you know like Like you want to make it happen. It feels so rushed, so fast. And now, two years later, we're at the end of 22, and I'm understanding commitment. Now, commitment, (laughs) commitment feels way different than attachment, y'all. Commitment feels like, like you know it's going to happen. So you're not even, yes, you're working towards it. You're preparing for it because you're going to need different tools when you get there, right? But you're not like, it has to happen within a year. You know, like, no. Commitment looks like I know that I'm doing this because I know that there's girls my age, women my age, 
that are from the hood, that grew up in a single parent family home, that maybe has gone through some sort of like abuse or neglect, um, that, that, I don't know, like that already experienced so much in life and some traumas. We've talked big T's, little T's, you know, like you've already experienced so much and you're just like, how do I get out of this circle? How do I become somebody who is successful by their own definition? Become somebody who has the patience and time to like be with their children, but also like follow their big dreams of like speaking in arenas or, you know, coaching people and like really making a difference in somebody's life. Being able to have the money to like you know, give back, donate to a school because fuck, like you realize schools need so much help these days, you know, there's just so much that you want to do, but you're like, how can I do it all? And that's where like commitment comes in that, you know, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to be hard work, but you know that it's going to be worth it. So now you're going to do whatever the fuck it takes in a way that is still healthy for yourself and your family to get there because you know rushing it does not do it you rushed it already you know I rushed it already in 2020 and even in 2021 like I I learned a lot in 2021 but I was on that journey to the commitment I was learning that part and then I broke at the beginning of 22 or at the end of 21 and I had to like re-coach myself through everything my mindset was trash again, you know? Um, so that's the that's what I wanted to talk about, the difference between commitment and attachment. When you're committed to something, it feels easy. It feels like you're inspired. Like right now, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I am planning on returning to my nine to five style job um, in January or February, as soon as they're able to like take me back and and I wanted to go after the holidays. But now I'm so fucking okay with that. I'm actually like looking forward to being able to go and like, you know, talk to other adults, like make some money, be able to like help contribute to our financial, you know, situation at home. Like that's going to make me feel so good. Yes, I know I'm going to be tired because I know I have to get up with the baby. And I know that I still am going to be podcasting and I'm still going to be coaching people and coaching myself. Like, I know it's going to be a lot. I'm going to be stretched in different ways. But is it going to be worth it in five years? Is it going to be worth it in 10, 15, 20? Fuck yes. And I'm committed to that. I'm committed to that long term, you know? And that's the thing that in 2020, as a millennial, I've heard, <laughs> y'all don't quote me on this, but I've heard that we are very, very, very much um, instant gratification hoes. <laughs> like, we like for it to happen now. You know, we have Netflix, we could just press play. We have Hulu, we have, you know, Amazon who could deliver the next fucking day. You know, like, as a millennial, we we have been spoiled to get a lot of um, immediate satisfaction. And that's just not the way life works with business. Um, shit, even with family, even with relationships, like maybe there's a few people who like find it all young and it's great and amazing. But usually it's trial and error. Like tell me how many people you fucking dated before you met like your true love, you know, like 
How many times you tried to walk before you actually walked? How many times did you have to drive before you felt comfortable and like secure in driving and fucking texting or trying to put on your makeup? You know, like you don't do that shit on the first day. Um, not that you should be doing that at all. I am not for texting or putting on makeup while you're driving, <laughs> but I understand it happens. Um, but yeah, so that's the important between uh, commitment versus attachment. And I want you guys to find the areas in your life where you've been attached to an outcome and how you can shift into becoming committed to the outcome. And this could be for anything, you know, this could be for your career, for your family, for relationships, for money, for whatever, whatever it is, right? And if you need help figuring that out, you could DM me at Bren J Life Coaching or even at Toxic and Recovery because um, I I try to make sure I look at both and I just haven't been great, great with Toxic and Recovery, um, but bear with me, y'all. Bear with me because that's another thing. That's another topic that's been coming up lately about how when you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> you are like your marketing, you're your um, personal assistant, you're your uh, content creator, your, I don't know, like you're, you're everything. You wear all the fucking hats at first, right? And yes, eventually you want to be able to build a team that you can like have your team meeting with and things are getting done and you don't have to be like following up on everybody's little thing, you know, like you want to get there. But when you're starting out, which I'm two years in and it's still like starting out, um, you need to learn how to do all the shit yourself. <laughs> and it's not easy, y'all. I've learned how to build a website. I've learned how to like set up a stripe. I've learned how to, I've learned so many, many things, but it's hard and it's a lot of work. So yeah. All right, um, let's get back into the importance of assimilation. And so, I, like I told you guys, I had to like Google that word because I've been hearing it so much, but pretty much it just means like, you know, if there's a group of 10 and you're in there and like eight of those people do something one way, um, you're bound to probably try and do it their way because that's the biggest of the group. And that's what generally happens with like minorities, like our culture, you know, like we're a minority, so we try and follow what we see the majority of the people doing and um in this country it's it's you assimilate to white culture i mean honestly there's no other way to put it and not in a bad way like not like yes there's bad but there's good and bad and everything and i'm not even gonna get into that topic in that conversation but the point is that i looked at that in a micro level of even like assimilating within your own industry um, within your own family, like I learned that I am my own person. Like I understand in my family, like people are gonna parent differently. They're going to view education differently. They're gonna go to different like uh, spiritual beliefs or religions. You know, like everyone does something different, and I don't have to do with like the majority or like the the big people think. I'm gonna do my shit my way because. There is that minority. Being that you're in a minority doesn't mean you're the only one. It just means that there's less of you. And I want to be able to serve the people that don't have that big um, support group already. And again, that's back to why my passion about being able to coach millennial Latinas without degrees. Because a lot, a lot of um, Latinas are getting degrees now. And that's amazing. And that's great because fuck the education there. I'm part of a board, side note, I'm part of a board where we um, 
give scholarships to Latinx, uh, um, sorry, students, right? And it could either be from high school going into college for the first time, or it could be already college students. And um, this this application round, we got over 90 applications. And it was so hard because we could only choose seven. And we ended up choosing eight. And we found a little bit more budget to give that one more student um, a scholarship. But the the things that students have to go through, like food insecurities, housing insecurities, already dealing with their own mental health because most of these kids are coming from trauma-filled cycles and generations of of trauma, you know? And it's not because their parents or family don't love them. It's because you just didn't have the fucking tools. Like, you're on survival mode. You're like, I got to work. I got to put food on the table. Like, I don't have time to meet your emotional needs like that. And even if I did, I, I nobody ever taught me how to, right? And that's completely okay not okay like it's okay to happen but it makes you have the compassion for them and be like okay they couldn't do the work so now I have to fucking do the work and yes it's hard because sometimes you got to teach them along the way as you're learning and then you're trying to like teach that forward to your own kids you know and um so all of that (laughs) to say like don't assimilate even within your own smaller communities like within your own family within your own home within your own situation if you don't feel like you want to get that college degree then don't you know like don't do it because you're you don't want to you know not make somebody proud or fail or whatever like if you want to start that career but nobody you know has ever done it or you want to start that business but nobody you know like it's okay it's okay to be the first (laughs) I am the first in my family to be podcasting, to be coaching, you know, like it's okay. It's okay. Um, so that, that was super important too, actually, because that message came to me like three different times from three different like people about if you don't see it, you need to be it. Like sometimes you're the first. And I had the conversation with my husband, um, one of my friends texted me about it. And then I also, I think like somebody posted it or I saw it somewhere somehow, but it was three different times. And I was like, okay, that's a sign right there. All right. <laughs> so we just covered a lot. We're at 30 minutes. Um, but it's okay because I feel like it was a lot of shit that you guys needed to hear that I had to share because I had to share with you guys that if you've started this work and you like feel like you took you took like you know five steps forward and three steps back like it's okay it happens to all of us i'm somebody who's pretty new in this industry compared to a lot of the people that i get mentored by but even them at their scale at their level at their season they go through these things too and that's why they still hire life coaches themselves right um so yeah i've been getting my shit together now that i've been getting coached again um and now we'll get into my last little story (laughs) which is like my most like nerve-wracking yeah yeah it was so everybody's been getting that spotify thing where it shows you like your top music podcast you know blah 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 right yeah you guys know what i'm talking about um and yes i'm one of those persons who will post (laughs) 
that shit for Instagram for everybody to see that I listen to Los Dos Carnales and the Nipsey Hustle and you know like whatever. Um, but anyways, so the homie uh, Dramos from Life as a Gringo, he shared that like he's never one to be like braggy or like cocky or anything like that you know and and he says it himself he has a hard time taking compliments you know receiving them um which homie you be listening we need to talk about that <laughs> um because i've recently learned that when we have trouble receiving it we block ourselves like we're telling the universe no like i don't i don't want to feel you know that so but so it's not good like no you don't need to be copy cocky but you need to receive it because it draws energy with it you know so anyways that's like a whole like holistic view of it i guess but um so anyways he finally decides to like post about a win you know which is awesome i 100 percent agree with doing that and so he's on the five percent top played podcast or downloaded huge right um so he like posts about it and I was so happy and so proud for him again if you're listening dude like congrats my flowers to you you deserve them it's not easy to stay consistent with the podcast so you're doing it dude um but the day before that or that same the day before that I he was on my top played podcast so I tagged him I had like the happiness lab dramos and like meditation then I had the Erica Cruz from Chingona Revolution and then like another meditation <laughs> podcast right those are my top played podcasts um and so I tagged Laurie Santos from the Happiness Lab and I tagged Dramos from Life as a Gringo and I tagged the Erica Cruz from Chingona Revolution and the Erica Cruz I don't know why I still say the Erica Cruz but Erica um responded to me and she was just like oh my god thank you so much like you don't realize like how much this means to me right like something along that lines so I'm paraphrasing but it was a nice response right and so I like responded back to her and thanked her for all her hard work again because I understand like it's it's, it's a commitment y'all like it's a lot of fucking work <laughs> um I know it might sound like oh you just talked to me for 15 minutes 30 minutes like there's a lot more to it than that um but anyway so after I sent her that, I was like thinking about it and I was like, mm, maybe one day I'll be on somebody's top playlist, you know, like I'll be on their top listen to podcast. I was like, and I thought about it and I sat with it for a minute. Like I felt in my body how I would feel then. Like, and it feels good. Like it feels like recognition, like, like for all your hard work. Right. And then I shit y'all not <laughs> like this is what I mean by signs like if I hear something more than twice I'm like okay I need to look into that if I like see a certain sign that I've been like okay I want to see like a blue dragonfly or a bird this whatever it is like the universe will send you signs whether it's God universe whatever it is you believe in um or if you don't believe in it just this might not be something straight up your um your alley but there's different ways anyways um so I said that and then not 24 hours later I get a message from someone I get a screenshot showing me that I'm on their top three listen to podcast and I was like in the car with my husband when I opened the dm and I was like shut the fuck up <laughs> like 
you guys can't you guys probably can but i just can't think of a situation that would be the same but all of you guys have felt this moment of like i don't even know if pride is the right word but just of like pride for yourself happiness for yourself that you accomplished something that you were hoping to accomplish when i started toxic and recovery I was like, if this helps one person, then it did its job. If this helps one person, then I'm happy. I'm happy that it helped the one person. And now I got the like, like the green light, like the universe was like, okay, you want to know that it's helping someone? Boom, here's this message, right? And that person like thanked me for the hard work and, um, told me like you know to keep it up and that it was helping them and that it was helping them and that they were going through the questions and taking their time with it and I was just like floored right and I only shared this with my husband and then I think yesterday I shared it with my mom but point is I hadn't put it on Instagram or nothing and um and so I'll probably release this episode first and then I'll post about it on Instagram but So later the next day, you know, when I saw Dramos post about it and I responded to him like, yeah, like celebrate, blah, 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 right here. I want, and this is where I want to show you guys, (laughs) show you guys how our mind just fucks with us. So here I am supporting the homie Dramos, telling him to celebrate, to take a moment and celebrate his win, that he was the top five, that, you know, whatever. And somebody sent me a message proving that I had hit one of my big, big goals. And I didn't celebrate myself. You know, I told my husband and I told my mom and I didn't take the time to actually celebrate it. I felt it, but I didn't celebrate it. And so there's like my my response to the universe, like, oh, well, I gave her what she wanted. Why isn't she like celebrating it more? Why isn't she letting herself feel all the feelings and be proud of herself? And that's my toxica side, y'all. <laughs> that's another part of it, you know? Like, you support others way more than you support yourself sometimes. And we need to start treating ourselves how we treat others. And so that's why I was like, I'm jumping back on today. I'm fucking recording this podcast because I know now for a fact, <laughs> for a fact, by the court of law, that somebody is finding this helpful. Why? Because somebody messaged me, they're finding this helpful. And that's why I set out to do this. So thank you to that person. I don't know if they want to stay anonymous or not, Um, but I'm going to respect that and just say here, thank you for messaging me that, for giving me the boost that I needed when I was getting in my own mind about shit Um, because it still happens to me I'm still human I'm on this journey with all of you guys just at a little different stage so I understand your stage and I can't wait till you guys get to a different stage and and deal with those different things you know because it means growth Um, so yeah let's not forget that we are in recovery and even if you don't uh, care for the term toxica, which if you've been listening this long, you probably don't care. So you probably vibe with it. But we are the toxicas in recovery. This shit is not easy work. It's you're breaking generational cycles. You're healing trauma that is really fucking scary. You are 
making sure to stay up to date with your brain and your mind, which is uncomfortable as fuck. Um, but you're doing the thing <laughs> and I'm proud of you. And um, I hope that that journey is a long one. I hope you have a long journey to your recovery and um, I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> All right, you guys, so that is all I had for today's episode. And yay, I was able to keep it under 45 minutes. Super cool. Um, and shout out to Dramos because you made me reflect on myself. Shout out to the person who messaged me. Uh, shout out to me for being a podcaster. Fuck, you know, like I I just also realized doing my my models in the morning that I do with um my life coach's workbook that I was questioning even me being a podcaster when I put I'm a podcaster my thought was like I'm not a real podcaster what the fuck is that I'm on different platforms of course I'm a fucking podcaster god Brenda you know um but yeah yeah you guys super good beginning to December thank you guys for listening again like rates and reviews really really help um, if you share these episodes with anyone, that really, really helps. Like, I usually screenshot in the part of the episode that I want somebody to hear and then I'll send it to them or like I'll tag somebody or whatever it is. So like, do the thing. Y'all know how to share. Y'all know how to tell people about it. Like, if this helps you, tell somebody else who you think it might help. Um, again, thank you guys for everything, everything. I hope I didn't forget anything that I wanted to talk about. But thank you guys for everything. Sincerely, Toxic and Recovery. <laughs>